right, hello, hello. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. We're doing things a little bit differently this episode and probably quite often moving forward. And I just wanted to explain that to you a little bit before we got into the episode. Uh, Transparently, I have had conversations with people a couple times over the past few weeks and the words, I hate my podcast, came out of my mouth. And I don't mean that in the sense that like a podcast feels really, really, really important to me and especially having important conversations. Like that feels like such a big deal to me and not just like my business and my livelihood, but like in terms of what I feel as though my mission is, like what I'm here to do. But as many of you know, I have made so much of my money, right, have built so much of my business because of doing lives in my Facebook group, right? Live group coaching calls are my favorite thing. And so when it has come to this podcast so often, I literally feel like I'm recording it. I'm not speaking to anyone. I I don't have that energy. And then I feel like I'm taking it and throwing it off a cliff. And I'm not in the conversation with you guys as much as I would ideally like. And and so obviously I could always just, you know, do it live and record it. And my my the reason I've been hesitant about that is because it can be a little bit messier, right? Like maybe I'm answering a comment or maybe I kind of like switch gears. My lives tend to, you know, I, I tend to rant where I didn't necessarily realize it or jump back and forth from topic to topic. But that's who I am and it's a product of me being excited and passionate about what I'm saying and what I'm doing. And the question always comes up with a lot of clients, like what's better, pre-recorded courses or live courses? And the way that I explain it every single time is there's so much validity to loving a course that is pre-recorded and it has great graphics and you know, you're making sure that you're doing everything like as flawlessly as possible, right? That's great. I have programs that are done like that pre-recorded. But my live programs where I am presenting the information, again, with smiling faces on the other side of the Zoom and actual questions coming in and fuck yes comments coming in, my energy is so much better and you can't replace that by having it be a little bit more polished, right? I believe somebody walks away from my stuff when my energy is there in a, you know, a higher level way they benefit so much more from the content. And so I've kind of given myself permission over the past week to say, fuck this idea that it has to be, you know, done ahead of time. And I have to make sure that it is as, it was never polished, but as polished as Sarah Dan can possibly be. I just want to be live and I just want to be in the energy with you guys. And so the Uh, the podcast episode you're about to listen to, I recorded yesterday as I'm recording this. I recorded it yesterday in my Facebook group, Unstoppable Women Entrepreneurs. And I really feel as though that's what I'm going to be doing most of the time where, again, I have an audience to speak to and I'm just jumping in and people are asking questions, people are commenting because that's how I thrive. And therefore, I think you are going to get the best information and the best value possible. Um, And so, you know, I want to say, forgive me if it's a little bit messier, but again, I don't don't fully mean that because I think you have a better experience, but I wanted you to know that like, if it sounds a little bit like, okay, I answered a question or, you know, I'm a little bit all over the place. It's a product of me being live. And like I said, I feel like that's the best thing for my energy, my fun, and therefore for you as well. And so in the next episode, in the following episode that that's like literally about to play for you in a few seconds, uh, I'm sharing with you just the experience that I've had thus far about, uh, with my matchmaker 
hiring a matchmaker and just dating and riffing on things in general and most importantly of all you getting what you want taking a stand for what you want and getting it and so I hope you enjoy I hope you enjoy the format I hope you enjoy uh, will join Unstoppable Women Entrepreneurs Facebook group if you're not there already so that you can be live uh, when I'm recording and yeah enjoy it and I'll talk to you soon uh I feel like this is going to be a more casual conversation um, because I just wanted to share with you just the behind the scenes of like why I made the decision, the important uh, the important lessons that I've learned so far from it. And truly, I want you to know that like my intention and my goal is to share this in a way that's not just relevant if you want to be nosy and not just relevant if you're single. It's actually the lessons that I've learned thus far, and it's still really early into the process. Uh, I feel like the lessons thus far have really... Uh, affected me in like every way, every aspect of my life and every aspect of my business. And so I want that to be the same thing for you. Uh, so I want to give you just a little tiny backstory here or kind of like how this came about, which is again, relevant. And so as many of you know, right, uh, I went through a painful breakup. I went through a couple years of being in pain, but then also healing from that pain and really kind of not wanting to date at all, right? Like I was really I, I was really good. And when I say I was really good, it wasn't as though I was blissfully happy, but I was also very comfortable and fine, right? And content to like work on my business day in and day out and, you know, like all of that and not really feel like I needed to date, not really feel like I needed a partner, any of those kind of things. And I still don't really know that I... I want love and I want partnership, but I'm also not looking for the person who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Like that, that's not where I'm at either. And so my point is, is for a long time, I really did very little dating up until I guess like six months ago was when I was actually, when I actually intentionally started dating. And again, for those of you who are single, especially, or were single recently, you know, obviously like, especially like, um, like amid COVID and all that, like, and again, just in general over the past couple of years, like apps, right? Like that's how people meet people now. Like you have Bumble, you have Tinder, you have Hinge, all of the things. And it's a constant process of, there's just so many choices. And I think what was, uh, what I want to say, and I want to give you permission to recognize if like you're dealing with this is that I feel like an old lady every single time I say this, but like the last time I was dating, quote unquote, the last time I was like single and intentionally trying to meet somebody, it was Oh, it was 10 years ago and these apps didn't exist. And so it's been a really weird and interesting thing for me to get used to the rhythm that exists now in the sense that it's like there are so many choices and there are so many people to swipe on, which is a good thing. But it's like, I don't know, like it was hard for me to like, okay, we talked today and we talked to the next day. Well, then do we, do we need to talk again? Or like, I don't know, just the, the abundance of choices kind of made things like weird and confusing for me, but, but it was fine. Cause again, I was kind of just like dipping my toe in. I wasn't taking any of it too seriously. I was just open and ready and willing to meet people and kind of like, again, like, uh, I, I kept joking that I'm like, these are like beta tests. Like I'm just kind of like getting the bugs out here. Like it's been a really long time. Right. Um, and so I started again, like going on dates and 
again, like I said, with the intention of it not necessarily being something serious. Like I wasn't trying. It was, it was so funny to me the first date that I went on and like anybody in my life that knew about it. And then like, I said that it didn't go well. Like so many people were like, Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Or maybe the next one. I'm like, no, like I wasn't going into this hoping that I was going to get a ring at the end. Right. Like I'm fine to like go out and date without any kind of like hope or focus on any particular outcome, right? Like that, that's where my mindset was. Um, and that was fun for a little while, right? Like it was fun to go on dates and like talk to somebody for a week, two weeks, whatever it is, and go on a date and then kind of figure out that we're not compatible. But like every, like I didn't go on any bad dates. There wasn't anybody that I was like, oh my God, I can't stand this person. This was an awful experience. I I've just, again, was allowing myself to kind of go casually into it and, and take it for what it was and pull the lessons from it and move on. And that was all there was to it. Again, it was a very light energy on my end, but two things happened that made me want to hire the matchmaker. And it's what I want to share with you as well. The first part of it was like, I was catching myself being, you know, I've talked for so long about like, get the fuck off your phone and how important it is to like not spend your life scrolling and how much anxiety that creates for so many of us. And I'm such a big, like, I'm such a big advocate on decluttering in all ways. Like I don't want a bunch of messy notes in my notepad on my iPhone. I don't want a messy home. I know that, that, that with, I have more stuff when I have more distractions, it really like fucks with my energy and it fucks with my clarity. And so I caught myself, you know, between a couple different apps, like checking this, checking this, having this person in my phone, so on and so forth. And I just felt like so much clutter. And I I'm bringing that up because I feel like it can be a very simple point while at the same time, I want to remind you as entrepreneurs, right? When it comes to dating or when it comes to anything, like everything has to enhance your vibe for the most part. And obviously life happens, right? Like the world happens and not everything is going to be rainbows and butterflies while at the same time, like, I feel like I've just gotten, I've become so like energetically intelligent and paying attention to like what fucks with me and what doesn't feel good. And I know that I'm doing my best work and I feel my best when things are as clean and as simple as possible and any extra distractions, any other things, any static that I can get out of my way. It's really, really, really important to every aspect of my life, including the money that I make. And so it's just a reminder here, again, when it comes to anything, being able to giving yourself permission to declutter and to not allow anything into your life that is like weighing you down in any way. And again, when I say anything in your life, obviously there are some things that you can't control, but what you can control, right? Do that. And so I was sitting there feeling like this isn't fun anymore. This feels annoying. This feels like there's like static there and this doesn't feel good anymore. And I kind of want to eliminate a lot of the nonsense. And again, when I mean nonsense, this is especially relevant for those of you that are single, but it's like how often we're talking to somebody and it's taking two weeks to figure out that we are not even remotely compatible in the first place. We have completely different political views or we're not sexually compatible or we want completely different things. Nobody talks so often. We're not talking about the really important shit right away. And it was bothering me that I was wasting two weeks sometimes or three weeks, four weeks just to get to a point where I could figure out that I wouldn't even want to go to dinner with this person. Like that's annoying to me, right? Like it became annoying to me. And so again, I want to remind you here that like 
you don't have to necessarily be in this process or put up with things or wait to figure out if it's worth the air you breathe or your time or your energy, right? But the other part of it is, and I don't want to say this in a way in which that I think that like, there are no like high quality, like, and I'm saying men, obviously for the purpose, the purpose of this, just because like, that's who I'm looking for. So forgive me for that. But like, I don't want to tell myself the story that there are no high level, high quality, whatever men on apps, because I don't think that's true at all. I really don't. But it was like, I was talking to one of my coaches and she was like, your person is probably just as overwhelmed as you with these apps, doesn't want to waste their time on these apps. And actually like, you're not finding what you want, not because you're not good enough or anything like that, but obviously like there's just this whole other level to go, right? And like they're out there and you have to kind of like up level to that. And I'm saying that in this way, again, I don't, I wanna be so clear that I don't think, again, that there aren't high level people on apps or anything like that. But if this resonates with you, it was a moment where I like paid attention to the the concept that like, So often if I maybe didn't feel liked by somebody, that's whether that was like in high school or whether it was with all of this, it was like, I still just made myself wrong. The concept that like, I don't want to say that I'm better than them because that sounds shitty, but like the concept that I could be too high level or too intelligent or too having my shit together, right? Didn't even cross my mind. I automatically made myself wrong. I automatically questioned myself instead of recognizing that like, holy shit, actually it's just that you deserve more. And that was such a powerful and important moment for me that like, I, not that I didn't know it at all before, but it gave me an opportunity to like really see and name that pattern and recognize that like I had to just go higher. Like that, that's what this is calling me to do. It was just calling me to like, again, go for a higher quality, uh, human go, go up a couple levels. Right. And so between those two things, like I, I decided I had heard of a couple different matchmakers and I had calls with two different companies. Um, and I wound up going with the company that I went with, which is three day rule. I felt just good with them. And, uh, I really hit it off with the people that I spoke to so on and so forth. But, uh, in terms of like the matchmaking process, it's been, what's really cool and fun about this is like, it's the same way that like you probably many of you as entrepreneurs for the most part, you're not scheduling your social media, right? You're writing the social media and then your team is off to, you know, put it where it needs to go, schedule it. We outsource so many other things that we don't need to be doing, right? Jobs that don't feel worth our time at a certain point. And it's been such a cool thing to have somebody like a matchmaker be in a situation where I am sitting there saying, this is exactly what I'm looking for. This is like how I want somebody to make me feel. These are the, you know, attributes that are really, really, really important for me. Even something with like politics, right? Like I'm somebody who I definitely consider myself like, I don't want to say in the middle, but like I, I tend to have a hard time with anybody who is so extreme that they can't have a conversation about things, right? So that was an example of like, I knew something like that would have been like something that just doesn't work for me, right? Like somebody who like that extreme. And again, in normal dating, that's something where it's a situation where it takes a while for that to come up. Or me personally, I don't have a temper. Like I really don't have a temper. Like I was not raised in a household where like there was screaming, fighting or anything like that. And I'm not used to getting really angry and and it makes me feel very uncomfortable. Like as it does all of us, whereas I think some of us are just like, I don't know, more used to it. I get like 
paralyzed, right? Like, like I can't handle tempers. Like it, it really is something that like, I really, really, really could not ever see myself dealing with. And so the fact that I have a matchmaker to ask those uncomfortable questions and to really kind of like weed out anybody that wouldn't be a fundamental fit for me has been like really fun and really exciting. But other interesting parts have been surrendering a little bit, right? Because I think it's so easy for all of us to sit here and say that like, we want this, 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 and this, and be in a situation where we think we know what's best for us or whatever it is. And then we're only looking for that thing. We're trying to control all of it. And this feels like this process of like surrendering a little bit to an expert where they're like, okay, well, I know you said, you know, like I, I tend to not be attracted to like bald men. Like I really like a man with a head of hair. And so like, the first person that she like set me up with, she's like, I know that like, whatever, he's bald, blah, blah, blah. But like, here are all the ways in which like he would be, feels like a perfect fit for you. And it was, I wasn't like super attracted to him, but it was really, really helpful for me to experience the new energy that I hadn't kind of yet experienced because that's been, I know, again, I'm a little all over the place, but I, and I wanted this to, again, be a little bit more casual, but like one of the things that I've been not struggling with maybe struggling with. One of the things that I find more difficult is that as many of us in here, I'm probably, many of you can probably relate to, we're used to being in a more masculine energy, right? We're used to being more in control, so on and so forth. And on one hand, I could sit there and be like, oh, like, you know, there's no masculine men or nobody takes charge anymore. And maybe that's true to some extent, but I also have to recognize like my place in it in the sense of like, if I'm always, I don't know, if I'm always exerting that control, I don't really give anybody else an opportunity to step up, right? Like, I think there's a healthy way to surrender when it comes to all of this, right? And and I'm working on that. And so I was, again, struggling with anyone that I had met, met naturally. I was finding that was like, I was finding that it was a situation where like they were coming to me definitely in more of like a wounded feminine energy, right? A lot of people that I was meeting which is one of the things that I was struggling with, felt like very uh, unfulfilled in their career, and which is something that I know that I can't, I can't, like that can't happen. They don't have to be an entrepreneur, but like I can't have somebody who like moved to LA to be an actor and then they're doing this desk job that they hate and then they're whining about their job all day long. Like that, that can't be a situation. Like that can't be somebody I'm dating. So again, matchmaker gets to ask those questions, right? But I said, like, I was like, it's so important to me to feel like somebody is pursuing me, taking charge, actually, like, even if I were to try to take charge, there's somebody who's not gonna be afraid to call me on my shit and like really kind of step up in that way. And so again, it was nice to that first person to have her deliver that person to me exactly what I wanted in that way Physically, we weren't on the same page and lifestyle, we just weren't on the same page. Like I would love him for me, him to be like my neighbor. There wasn't like anything there, like uh, like a romantic connection, but it's still such a cool feeling with every kind of interaction to see how much closer I'm getting to like what I want or just the indication, the evidence, the reminder that it actually does exist, right? It's not a situation where just because you're not seeing the evidence, it's it can't happen just because you haven't experienced something doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? And so again, like it's been helpful and really fun for me to, uh, again, like really be delivered that on a silver platter. But uh, the other thing that I wanna say about this 
it was, it was cool. I, I shared that text message that I got yesterday, which is funny because it was from the other matchmaking company that I didn't hire, uh, but they, I guess they kept me in their database and they messaged me that like, they have this like CEO, he's 43 years old, like has a plane, all these kind of things. And I'm like, like, which like, I don't care like about like, the, not that I don't care. I'm not, certainly not looking for like somebody like to like take care of me financially, but like, I'm also not mad at a fucking plane, right? Like that's cool. Um, so it was, and I texted my friend Meg and, uh, her husband who I love so much. He like, uh, he responded he was like, what a cool thing that like for her to remember that that's somebody who is so successful, that person that they're referencing and like, seems to like, seems to like be like a dream. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's an asshole, but like on paper seems like a dream situation. Like she's, you know, this matchmaker, this person's indicating, especially to you that like, you're the person that is a good fit for that person. And I'm saying that in a way of like, I hope that doesn't sound obnoxious. I want it to sound, and I, what I want you to hear is that so often we're not seeing what we deserve and we're not seeing the level at which we are, right? Or the level at which we could go in any capacity. And it's been such a beautiful experience to have like something better and something bigger like reflected to me from from, from these people who are getting to know me intimately in this way, if that makes sense. And so who knows what will happen with that person. But it's just been like in a weird way, this like cool mirror, right? Like it's like putting a mirror up to you and somebody seeing you, uh, for who you actually are. Even again, the, um, the date that I went on Saturday, which, which didn't go super well. Um, I, I just, he wasn't my type at all, but, um, he was somebody who is like an A-list, like he like is a partner of like an A-list, uh, firm for like, like ma managing like movie stars and all these kinds of things. And like, the automatic feeling in me, if I had thought about that on my own or whatever, is like, just like body issue, like, like body, yeah, like body hangups with myself. And oh God, like somebody who's in this like A-list industry and as somebody who is used to X, Y, Z, people probably weighing, you know, a hundred pounds. And oh my God, I could never possibly, you know, be with somebody like that or somebody like that would never pick me. And then for it to be reflected back that like this person is really interested in you, it was, I don't know, it's just like giving me this like boost of self-esteem and that either feels either like embarrassing or that feels over-conceited depending on which way you could possibly look at it. But like for me, it's, I don't know, it, it, it's a healthy, it's somewhere in the middle uh, in a healthy way I'd like to believe in the sense of like, I feel better about myself than I ever before and I'm more comfortable in my own skin than ever before but I also don't always feel that way. And I also don't always recognize what it is that I actually deserve. And so hearing it and giving me a little boost of a reminder of what somebody might see from the outside has felt really powerful and helpful and beautiful. And it's been a really great experience like in that, like just, just this early and regardless of what ultimately happens. Um, and so I wanted to say all that, but I really like, yes, this is a plug for declaration. And yes, this is a reminder that I think probably every single one of you should be signed up for the program, but it's, 
it's so simple, but it's so complicated and so deep when it comes to how many of us can want something. We can have a vision for something. We can desire something. Whether that means if it was all my way, I'd have all passive income. Or if it was all my way, I'd never, I don't know, post on Instagram, right? Like whatever. We can be clear and honest with ourselves and know what we actually want and desire. But so often each day, we're making these like little teeny tiny exceptions, right? For like settling for a little bit less, a little bit less. And and declaration specifically came through for me because I was talking to uh, my personal trainer and she was talking about, you know, her wanting to switch her business model for a really long time now, but how difficult that can often feel in the sense of like, it's hard to say no to clients that are coming in the door and paying you and like to kind of stop that a little bit and say no to that money, quote unquote, say no to like a little bit of money in favor of what's possible because you haven't experienced what's possible yet. And so that can feel like such a scary transition. And I think for so many of us, we sit there and we say things like, okay, we'll do it someday. We'll switch someday or it's coming soon. We don't give ourselves a deadline. We don't give ourselves a timeline. We don't create the plan. And we wind up in these cycles over and over and over again. And I was talking to her and I was sharing with her that like, so often in my life and in my business specifically, I've really had to sometimes take extreme moves to be like, I'm cutting this off, right? I'm drawing a line in the sand and like I'm ending this cycle and this is what's actually going to be created next, right? Like that was the way that I talk about all the time with like when I quit my job, my full-time job initially, my business was successful in the beginning because I didn't have a safety net. If I probably started, if I tried to start my business as a side hustle, it would have been, I'm, I'm, I'm fully certain it would have been so much longer before I actually made money, but I made money because I had to fucking make money. There was no other choice. And I tend to, I don't want to say I always do because I don't think it's always healthy, but I tend to make the most progress, again, when my back is up against the wall or when I make a really extreme choice. And so for me, it's the same thing with like quitting that full-time job or you know, not doing one-on-one clients anymore if that's what you don't want to do. So many of us, so many of you perpetuate that cycle someday, someday. I don't wanna do any one-on-one clients anymore, but this person just came to me and she's ready to pay. So, okay, I'll just make an exception and here's why I'm gonna tell myself it's okay. And I feel like so often it's a test to like see if we're really serious about what we want and see if we're really serious, if we're actually gonna fucking go after it or not. And I feel like I have struggled over the past year, year, year and a half, in business, and when I say struggle, I don't mean that like from a financial sense. I mean it that the irony is that I feel more certain and more confident in myself than ever before. And I really truly believe that I could do fucking anything that I want to do, anything that I put my mind to, and anything that I fully believed in would work and I would make a shit ton of money from it. I really believe that. And almost because of that, it's allowed me to like feel more scared and 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 like kind of uh be a little bit less decisive in terms of what like what direction I want to go because there are so many things that feel possible that maybe didn't previously right but I know that like and I'm you know I do this little by little I know every single time again I decide I declare that like I'm not going to put up with this anymore because I want this I fucking get it 
right? And so for each and every one of you, there are, there are people right now that are like doing sales calls that don't want to do sales calls or one-on-one -on -one clients that don't want to, or you want passive income, but you're not making passive income. You want to be supported by a team, but you're not hiring the team. You want something different, right? And you're afraid to run towards it, but you're mentally running away from what you don't want but just mentally and like no action is actually happening. And so again, I wanted to create this as this means and this reminder of you saying like, fuck this, I don't want this anymore. This is what I want instead. And I'm going to take a stand for my dreams and my desires and having business and life and all of it, the way that I want it to go. And like, it's a declaration that like, this is happening now, right? It's a declaration that like, this is changing. And that's why it's a longer, not longer, but we have four calls together, like after the initial workshop, because I want this to be uh, this element of accountability, right? For you to take action in the direction of what it is that you actually want. Um, and I like, I feel like it could have been a mastermind, but I price, I wanted to price it low because I feel like so many people need it. Um, and so we're keeping doors open till Friday, but I really, 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 really feel like if you are somebody who is not in love with your business in any capacity and you need something to change, like you need in for this program. And I really think it's going to be a powerful uh, and an exciting container container to do all of that. And for me to kick your ass and also like love you and give you compassion and support you in doing that. Um, we, we're gonna keep the doors open till Friday. Uh, Gretchen was off Friday and Monday of this week. She had a bachelorette party. Uh, and sometimes it's just, hard for me to do all the things, but on my own, I'm used to having my uh, partner there with me. So we're just going to uh, open, keep the doors open until Friday. So we can just get a little bit extra marketing done and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. SaturdayStand.com as always. Um, I see one question, I think, and then let me know if you have anything else. Mm -hmm. I have a question because I'm curious, how do you come up with a list of what you want? What does that process look like for you? I mean, it's definitely been a situation where it has been happening for a while now, right? Like I think there were a lot of things in learning like from my ex, like that relationship that gave me a lot of insight on what I don't want, right? Like that, like something where I don't want to feel this way or this didn't feel good to me, right? And so I want more. I think that one of the things that I was working with Nicole Moore for a while, who was a love coach and she was incredible. And one of her, my favorite exercises that she has people do is like, rather than sitting there being like, this is the person I want. And you're sitting there writing like, you know, on a piece of paper, like blue eyes and this, that, the other thing you're like dreaming essentially of an ideal scenario, right? An ideal scenario. What would happen? What would this person do for you? Whatever. And like the one that kept coming to me was like, let's say I accomplished something in my business or, or whatever, right? Like I just had something I was celebrating and that man like goes out of his way to not only like surprise me and to like be proud of me and to be in it with me, but like planned a trip and is bringing me somewhere and is taking care of all of the details, right? And so like that felt like an example to me where it gave me so much insight on like how I want somebody to make me feel. Like uh, I feel like I've been so again, I'm independent. And I'm like, I think I had this like pride about the idea of like, I don't need a man or this, that, the other thing for a long time. 
And like, even when you say like, have a man take care of you, that still feels like a weird thing for me to say, because like financially, I don't want that. And there's something in me that feels like that feels weak. And I don't, I don't think it is actually weak, but it's like my relationship with that concept that like, just like that I've learned, you know, growing up, it feels weak to feel like I need somebody else or that somebody else would take care of me. But I always use the example of, uh, and I remember the example of like being at a concert with my ex and I don't know, we were going to get like a drink or something. And like him just like turning around, like we, we turn around and like, he just like walked so far ahead of me. And I'm not even blaming him for that necessarily. Cause that's like, kind of like, I don't know where my energy was at the time too. But like, I want somebody to take my hand and guide me through the crowd. I could do it on my own, but like, I want somebody who wants to step up for me in that way. I want somebody who is emotionally intelligent to have that conversation with if I need to. I want somebody who is also strong enough to call me on my bullshit when I am refusing to let down my guard, right? So I'm saying all of that because it's been, it's not as though that all came to me at once. It's been a process to like really reflect on and really acknowledge and be honest with myself about what it is that I actually want, right? Not what I could settle for, not what could be okay, not could what could be kind of, sort of good. And it's like, if it was the ultimate situation, if it was the ideal day, every single day of my life with this person, how are they making me feel, right? Like those are the, th- like I'm sitting there like processing like day by day things that happen and like, oh, in this situation, it would be this. Or in this scenario, he would make me feel this way, right? Um, so I don't know if that answers your question exactly, but like it's been, I, I'm saying all of that because it hasn't been as much about the on paper stuff. Like um, there, there are certain on paper things that are important to me, right? But like, it's not about those things as much as it is about how somebody like will make me feel. And that's why that's cool in the sense of like, I might wind up with something that I could never, I'm sure I will, with something that I never possibly could have imagined, right? Like I want somebody to surprise me. Like, I don't mean surprise me like with flowers. I mean like surprise me where like, I'm learning things that I never knew before, right? Like I can get off a call with a coach and feel like a whole new world has been opened up to me. And like, I've been taught all of these new things and I'm looking at things from a different perspective. Why can't a man do that for me as well, right? Like take their experience and shine a light on, again, what I wasn't aware of previously, right? Like those are, again, like those are the things that I'm feeling into and I know it will happen and I, I know it will happen and maybe that's in a bunch of different men. I don't know, right? Like, I don't know exactly how it's going to look like. I'm not somebody who is uh, really concerned with like being with one person right now for the rest of my life. Like, in fact, I don't think I want that. I'm craving love and partnership, but I don't definitely don't feel like I want to be with one person, only one more person for the rest of my life. And so I don't know, I don't know how that's going to look, but like, it's just been a process and a practice and an exercise in examining how I want, how I, how I want to feel, how I, how I want them to make me feel what my energy feels like in their presence. Um, so that I can feel safe to be my most expressed and most authentic, most playful, the lightest version of me. Uh, that's again, what feels important versus like they have, you know, they went to grad school. Who gives a fuck? Like, I I don't care about any of that. Um, and let me say this too. I'll just say this as we wrap up. Uh, the interesting thing, not interesting, But the other thing that I think can be sometimes difficult for many of us is like, 
I've owned the fact that like, I, I don't care about somebody making more money than me or they don't have to be like wealthy or anything like that. Like that's not necessarily what I'm looking for, but I know that I wouldn't want to go on a trip and want to fly first class and that be an issue. I, I know that. And I think sometimes a lot of us, especially as women, are afraid to like say things like that or we don't think we can say things like that or whatever. And I don't know, especially like, again, like being in a relationship where money was, there were years where he took care of me and there were years that I paid for more things and that's fine. But I really, I know that I would be very resentful of feeling like I have to be financially supportive or financially more free in the relationship. I I know that that would bother me. And again, like that's like, a, like coming from like a lot of like wounds and shit. Like it, it's not necessarily like, I don't know, the world's most positive outlook or it's not without issues, but it's honest. And I would, again, I would have a very hard time with somebody who is working a nine to five. Like, I, like one of the guys that I was dating, like super nice guy, but the, the words came out of his mouth that like he couldn't do something until Friday because he was getting paid. And like, n- I'm not criticizing him as a human, but I know that like in a relationship capacity, at a partnership capacity, that's not okay with me. Like that's not something that would like be complimentary to me and where I am in my life. And it's okay to own that, right? Again, if we're talking about like the declaration piece, I feel like I see so many people who are like, they feel guilty acknowledging what it is that they ideally want or they think there's something wrong or unkind about it. And don't get me wrong, like I'm not, the intention is never to be unkind, but you do get to like, you do get to say like, I want things to be extraordinary. I want things to be the best of the best in terms of like, again, feelings and emotions and it gets to be all the way your way. I don't mean that in a way of like, you always get your way, but I mean it in like a, you don't have to settle and make exceptions for the things that are important to you, right? Because bigger and better is out there. And in my experience, every time you settle for less, you get less, right? You don't give the better thing an opportunity to come along if you're constantly settling for less, right? So I know business is not going to be perfect. A relationship is not going to be perfect, but I'm sure as fuck going to try to get farther, versus being like, oh, I'm not going to get it anyway. I always say that. Like, if I'm sitting there saying this is what I want my ideal relationship to look like, I know that it's not going to be a 10 out of 10 con- like relationship every day of my life, right? But I'd rather shoot for 10 and maybe get seven or eight versus saying I'm never going to get 10, so let me settle for five and then I'll probably get three. Fuck that. We're going to at least try for the most. We're going to at least try to get the best of what's possible, right? and then adjust accordingly. And one more thing that I wanna say, I could say a lot about the dating stuff. And so again, that's why I was a little bit more casual because I could say so many different things and I'm trying uh, not to go on for you for two hours. Here's the other thing that I wanna say. I don't think I said this to you guys or anywhere yet. So some of you remember, when I went on one of the first dates, I shared his Bumble message uh, in the Facebook group once it came in because it was like, Long story short, it was like the day that I changed my dating profile and then like I got a really good message and it just felt like this like declaration that like I'm really putting myself out there. Like before it had said like entrepreneur, dog mom, like it wasn't like a very like me profile and I really changed my profile to be more me and then I got this message that was like, it was a great message and I was like, it's go time. Like, let's do this. I don't care if it's an awful date. Like, it's just time to put myself out there. 
And I went on that date and he was like, I can't even judge him because like I was so probably not myself. Like it was my first date in so long. And again, I wasn't taking it super seriously, but like we didn't click. We didn't connect beforehand. We went like that night. So maybe that lent itself to like it being a little bit less like comfortable than it would have been. But here's the point. At some point in the conversation, this is a little bit embarrassing for me to admit, but I also don't care. At some point in the conversation or towards the end of the conversation, I, I don't know, relationships came up and I said something along the lines of like, whatever, I went through like a breakup a few years ago and like, I really haven't been on a real date in five years. And <laughs> he looked at me like I had 400 fucking heads and like I was insane. And we wrapped up not long after that. And I didn't care because I wasn't into him anyway, but I definitely had this feeling of like, shame in terms of like maybe I shouldn't have said that and or like I need to figure out how to say that in a different way and I feel like okay like it could be true that maybe I present it in a different way or I don't tell somebody that initially like whatever right we can make that argument but here's the thing anybody who is worth the air I breathe would be more curious about why than judge me for that And so I'm bringing that up because it's so easy to feel judged by other people or it's so easy to worry about what they may or may not think about something. And again, like, don't get me wrong. We're all going to be, we're all going to have those pings, those feelings from time to time. But I'm so happy it happened the way that it did because I feel so clear about the fact now, like if that were to happen tomorrow and I said that, I don't care what you think about it. I really don't because I feel so clean in terms of like where I am on this whole journey. I feel like I have done more healing and more work on myself and I am healthier than 90% of the people that I would go with that would are dating anyway, right? Most people's, okay, most people date right away again or like jump into another relationship and that's normal. Whereas like, actually it's not healthy at all that they didn't fucking process anything. And I'm 900 times more healthy because of the work that I have done and like the things that I have looked at, so on and so forth. And so again, I feel so clean about like my journey and why it is the way that it is and how things happen the way that they did. And even if somebody were to have a ping of judgment about it, again, like my person, and when I say my person, that could also mean a friend, that could mean anything. I don't mean like that one person. But like anybody who I am interested in conversing with would have like the emotional intelligence to like to get curious about that, to ask why, what happened, like all of those kind of things. And so I don't know, I'm just saying that in a way of, especially for those of you that are single, I feel like it's so easy to like just go back and forth and to not dive deeper or to not ask actual questions or again, to worry about somebody, what somebody may or may not think about you. And like, I want to remind you that like you deserve curiosity. You deserve to not feel as though people make snap judgments about you and you're not wrong if they do, right? Like your journey is your journey. Your truth is your truth. Your feelings are your feelings and nobody else has to like be okay with them in order to validate them or make them right and so again that was like a really good experience for me in helping me step further into like you're fucking welcome I haven't gone on dates in a couple of years like all of it like you're fucking welcome for being who I am and for like again going through like 
I really do like, I don't mean to make this like sound about me, like obnoxious about me, but like, I'm so proud of like the way that I've navigated the past couple of years. I'm, I'm so proud of it. Like, I'm so proud of who I am and like the things that I've learned through all of that, that I want somebody who a would do that same thing for themselves in whatever way. Right. But also, like I said, somebody who is like intelligent and kind enough to see me past this okay this fact here's this fact but like what's actually behind her right what's actually behind the surface and again I'm saying that to you because you deserve that you deserve to again not have those snap judgments you deserve to want to be understood and to not put up with anybody who is not willing to try to understand you. And again, this guy, like we just met that night. I'm not even making him wrong for it, right? Like it was, it was a first date. I don't know him either, right? But maybe he had a situation like that before and he wanted to run for the hills. Like I don't, I would, I don't want to get judgmental about him either, but it's more about, it's, this isn't, <laughs> one last thing I'll say is I think a really cool reminder for all of us is that we don't have to make other people wrong to know what works for us. I don't have to make him be this judgmental asshole who blah, blah, blah. He, I don't have to make him wrong. I can just say like, okay, somebody who's not curious, it doesn't work for me. Somebody who doesn't step up, it doesn't work for me. I don't have to sit there and explain to that person what they did wrong and why they did wrong and why they need to change. I can just say, it's fine, but this doesn't work for me. Uh, and that's, that's a powerful stance to come from. Uh, and again, it applies, it applies in all angles, all, all things, business, life, love, all of it. Um, so yeah, that's what I wanted to share with you today. I will talk to you guys soon. I hope this was helpful. Bye. -bye.